Hello, and welcome to a special month-long edition of Best Ever or Guilty Pleasure. I'm your host, Jarrett, and I love movies. This month, with it being Halloween, we will be talking about scary movies. I wanted to start with one of my favorites. Today, we will be watching Shaun of the Dead. I have seen this movie so many times already. It's usually a go-to for me because it's so funny and approachable as a zombie movie. I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm excited to see it again. This movie came out in 2004. It stars Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and is directed by Edgar Wright. This is the first of three movies that would become the Cornetto trilogy. The second being Hot Fuzz and the third being At World's End. They are not a traditional trilogy, as they aren't connected, but they share the same directors and lots of the same actors. All three are great, uh, but Shaun of the Dead holds a special place in my heart. The Cornetto is an inside joke with the director. He used to eat Cornettos to cure hangovers. The red wrapper is featured in this movie, which represents blood and zombies, although the Cornetto trilogy didn't come out until about Hot Fuzz. The blue wrapper is in Hot Fuzz, which represents the police, and a, the green wrapper is the one that's featured in At World's End, which represents aliens. I love that little tidbit. It's currently sitting at a respectable 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score is a 93%, which is just as impressive as a lot of the times the critics and the audience don't agree. I have high hopes for seeing this movie again, but then again, I may be a little biased after seeing it so many times before. The movie is about a sudden zombie outbreak in an English city. Sean and his roommate, Ed, gather up family and friends to attempt a, to survive. Sean is going through a rough patch with his girlfriend, so his priority is salvaging his relationship with her. His relationship with his mother is also rocky, mostly due to his relationship with his stepdad, so he tries to fix that too. This becomes an issue later on in the movie, in a pretty serious moment among all the comedy. Sean is not your typical hero, but he eventually lives up to the title, but fumbles his way there. Ed is pure comedic relief, and often gets in the way. The other characters do a good job filling up the cast, adding some drama and extra comedy. I remember David being particularly annoying, I remember falling in love with Edgar Wright's style of directing. Often you see quick shots, whip pans, and wipes. There's a particularly fantastic shot that is done twice in this movie. It's a long shot with Sean walking from home to the corner store and back. It's done once near the beginning of the movie, before the zombies come, and then done again later in the movie where it's mirrored with the zombies. But Sean doesn't notice it. It's done so well, and it's one of my favorite shots in a movie, probably ever. There's a similar long shot done in Baby Driver, which is another movie directed by Edgar Wright, set to music that is just so good. Uh, that one features Baby listening and dancing to a song, and lyrics pop up in the world as he walks from the hideout to the coffee shop and back. So cool. There is also a theme of Edgar Wright's movies being tied to music. I remember a really fun scene where the characters are beating John, the owner of the Winchester, in time with Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. There's also a funny scene earlier on before all the chaos, chaos pops off where Sean and Ed are singing White Lines and a zombie moans in time with their, with their singing. They brush it off as someone being drunk and just move along. 
For a zombie movie, it's pretty tame. Clearly, there's some gore, actually quite a bit of it at one point, with one scene in the end being a prime example, David being ripped apart by the Horde. The movie is also pretty self-aware, uh, with Sean and Ed even having a conversation about not saying the Z word. I'm not sure if zombie is said at all now that I think about it, but I'll see whenever I watch. The movie is also not for everyone. It definitely has some British humor, but I find that hilarious. A lot of the cast has been working together for years working on the TV show Spaced, so the chemistry is great. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are great together, as usual. I feel like Simon Pegg was the one who was able to get a lot of success by himself, but you just can't beat them together. Next up, I will watch the movie. I will take notes on what I see and report back in a bit. I'll be talking in detail about the movie, so spoilers ahead. The question I will be trying to answer is, was this movie the best ever, or is it just a guilty pleasure? I'll try to be as critical, critical as possible. If you want to watch the movie with me, now would be the time to pause and come back to this later. And we're back. I really do love this movie. I would say it mostly holds up, but we'll talk about why it's just mostly. For now, let's bring up a few things. Getting right into it, there are a few things in this movie that are pretty problematic. We can chalk it up to cultural differences and the time period, even though this is only 18 years old, but that would be wrong to do. All of these things are said by Ed. Uh, the first with him being uh, saying the word gay when Sean tells him that he loves Liz. He does this twice, one at the beginning and one at the end. Nick Frost himself has said that he feels bad about this, and actually in a lot of the TV reruns, it's oddly changed to the word gray. I don't think that makes a lot of sense, but that's what they did. Uh, and I guess that's something, but it's it's still pretty problematic. Uh, the next thing is definitely worse. Uh, when Ed picks up Sean, his mom, and Philip from their house, he says, uh, what's up, N-words? Uh, clearly, this is not okay, even if it is just the character, which is the only comment I could find on the matter. Uh, both the gay comment and the N-word comment are meant to paint Egg, Ed in a negative light uh, as dead weight and the antithesis for Sean, uh, according to the creators of the movie. I'm sure they could have thought of better ways to do that, so I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt, and I am calling it wrong. Also, the only people of color in the whole movie are a zombie and Nelson, the shopkeeper. With that being addressed, let's move on to the rest of the movie. This movie is as good as I remember it. I've seen it multiple times over the years, but each time is super fun to watch. It was low budget, but honestly didn't feel like it was. It's definitely dated, but not in a way that makes it not worth watching. It's also very British. If you don't like British humor, you might not like the humor in this. It's very deadpan and quick. There's a lot of repetition, and I mean a lot. I have always noticed it, but now that I was paying closer attention, I noticed it a lot more. There are uh, a lot of repeat, repeated phrases that are brought up at different parts of the story. It seems like a lot of the movie is divided into two parts, non-movie and zombie. Uh, not non-zombie and zombie. Some things are said before the zombies, and then said again after the zombies. A few examples are Ed saying, sorry Sean, and then farting. He does that at the beginning, before Sean goes to work, and then again in the most Ed time, before Sean leaves him for dead in the cellar of the Winchester. Ed also says, I'll stop doing it when you stop laughing, both times. 
When Sean and Ed are in the Winchester, after Liz breaks up with him, Sean says Big Al also says that dogs can't look up, in a reference to the guy who says uh, that the gun above the bar can shoot. Later on, they actually shoot the gun. Sean says, okay, but dogs can look up. And of course, you also have the often repeated phrase of, how's that for a slice of fried gold, and you've got red on you. Oh, and I was wrong in the intro. Uh, Zombie is said at least six times. As far as shots go, there are quite a few repeated shots. One quick one is early on when Sean is getting ready for work. He closes the bathroom mirror and Pete is standing there, complete with a dramatic audible boom to increase the tension. The same shot happens later on when Sean is trying to find Pete to tell them that they are leaving, and this time it shows Pete behind the curtain in the shower, and it's then revealed that he is a zombie. There's also the shot that I mentioned in the intro. It's still the coolest mirrored shots that I have ever seen. Uh, Sean leaves his flat and walks down the street to the corner store. Along the way, he meets uh, the kid with the soccer ball, uh, the homeless person with the dog, the guy washing his car, and the guy in the tux. He gets hit by a soccer ball, drops change into the hand of the homeless person, and slips on the soap of the guy washing his car. We also don't see Nelson, but he leaves the money on the counter. Sean also grabs a regular Coke. A little later, uh, sorry, a little later on, uh, Sean goes the same route, but this time he's oblivious to the zombies around him. We see both the kid and the homeless guy who are zombies, but the guy washing his car is missing. There is a hole in his windshield. Sean grabs a Diet Coke this time, possibly because this is after Pete tells him to sort his life out. He also grabs a red Cornetto. He slips on something near the car again, but it's assumed to be blood. The differences in the shots are fantastic and really set up how quickly the world changed from before to now. Another thing I like about this movie is the semi-realistic zombies. This is going to be a uh, pretty niche conversation that might actually upset some people, but it's my podcast, so here we go. I hate it when zombies in visual media instantly become decrepit. They start to melt away and decompose immediately. I know it's the aesthetic, but there are a lot of other ways to show off a zombie. They don't do this as much in this movie. Sure, there are some of the zombies that are missing limbs, but they aren't melting away. That's just not realistic. That's not going to happen as soon as you become a zombie. The only reason you know that they are zombies in this movie are the eyes and obviously how they, how they move. Sean's mom is a perfect example. One minute she looks normal... And then the next minute, she's making the zombie noise, and her eyes are glazed over like all the rest of them. I feel like if zombies were real, that's how it would work, something like that. It's almost more dangerous because you wouldn't see right away if they were a zombie or not. There are a lot of popular zombie movies, including Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, which obviously this movie is a play on, uh, Shaun of the Dead, um, that came out the same year as this one. The Walking Dead popularized uh, zombies in a big way. They mostly feature the zombies that look like you left them out in the sun or underwater for several days. It's just scarier to me if the zombie looks like a normal person that just happens to want to eat you alive. 
Besides the shot I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of other really cool shots in this movie. Uh, Edgar Wright is is so good with the quick shots, wipes, and, and it really ramps up the tension. Uh, one cool shot is when Sean is drunk and writes on the whiteboard and then collapses on the chair. Uh, then the shot quickly transitions from night to the morning. Another is when the girl in the garden gets pushed down on the pipe, then sits up, uh, then stands up. The uh, camera is right behind her and you can see through the hole it made and it focuses in on the guys. I mentioned earlier that this movie is pretty dated. There are a few things that really do place it in 2004. The TVs are all CRTs, big uh, honking uh, TVs that uh, are square and, and, and are not as high definition. Uh, Ed and Sean play games with wired controllers, uh, which is a uh, PlayStation 2, uh, where Ed is playing Time Splitters 2. There are cell phones, like the one that Ed lets, uh, lets go off when they were trying to get into the Winchester, but they're the old candy bar phones, uh, as the iPhone was still three years out when this movie came, came out. There are a few foreshadowing things that I saw this time around as I was paying attention. I noticed before, but most of the characters in the beginning shots came back as zombies. The man in the tuxedo walks into the house through the open door, and he's missing a whole arm. Uh, Pete told them earlier that they needed to shut the front door, so of course, he walks through the front door that they had let, let open. The old woman in the bar is the zombie that finally breaches the bar, uh, the, like behind the bar where they're hiding, and gets shot in the head from the ricocheting bullet. Almost every person who Sean sees on his original walk to the store come back as zombies. We see the cowboy that was mentioned earlier in the, in the movie uh, getting eaten alive while Sean and Ed are driving away from their flat. When Sean is flipping through the channels with the customer, uh, all those channels come back at the end, chronicling what happens in the wake of the zombie, uh, zombie epidemic. Pete throws out a record, uh, throws out the, the record out of the window whenever he was mad, and shortly after that, Sean and Ed throw records in a pretty funny scene with zombies in the garden. And obviously, there is the literal smoking gun when they mention the gun above the bar and then actually use that gun later on. Lastly, there are actually a few serious things that are mixed in with the comedy. The most obvious being Sean's mom dying from the zombie bite and then turning into one. Sean is clearly upset and David attempting to shoot her is not helping. I hate to side with David, but he was right. Uh, definitely could have been handled a lot better, but she needed to go. Also, I noticed that Barbara showed that he, she was bitten a lot more um, than, than I originally thought. You can see her fidgeting with her hand after her initial encounter, and it's kind of in the background, and it's hard to see unless you look at it, look, unless you're looking for it. Another one is just a bit after that, when Sean, Liz, and Ed are in the cellar. They are all deciding how to use the two bullets to make everything as painless as possible. Ed eventually decides that it should be him. Uh, to lighten the mood, he does that one last sorry Sean and farts, which kind of gets the whole serious thing um, a run for its money. It's a pretty serious conversation in an otherwise light movie. Somehow, Ed does survive as a zombie, and Sean keeps him in the shed. And you see that later on. Overall, I'm really glad I got to see this movie again. It definitely has its flaws, but it makes for a great first entry in the Halloween, in the special Halloween month. We'll be back next week with another scary movie. 
Please like and subscribe as it helps with visibility. I hope more people can listen. Until then, watch more movies.